0: Welcome to the Ear Poison Podcast. The first episode. Now, if you've just tuned in and you're seeing this for the first time or listening to this for the first time, because there's no cameras in this, so I don't know why I should see, but we'll keep going. So, the show, basically, for those who uh, come back to the scene, used to be called the Boarding Guy Podcast, and so after a while, I did it until nothing. November last year, I did it for about you and a bit, and I don't know, I just. Yeah, I had other projects going on and just couldn't couldn't keep doing it. I had other things in the pipeline, so I could have, yeah, sort of like cut it basically. And then so from there, took some time off, went, okay, still love podcasting, still want to spread my bullshit and where, where do I go now? So I went, okay, we'll call it The Ear Poison Podcast because it is like listening, like taking poise. It's the best, the, honestly, the best and only why I could describe this show because it is absolute, it's basically what's going on in the world. So, and just the half-assed task that I basically do or talk about for that reason. So for those who are unaware what's happening out in the world right now, we'll start off with Alan Jones. Because, you know, you have to start off with Alan Jones these days because if it's not one thing with that man, it's another. He is a walking, talking pile of shit. That's my, that's my best way of describing him, a pile of shit, because he is just absolute BS at this point. I mean, he is... A Relic a dinosaur and it's not because it's conservative. I know people would be like well He's not a pile of shit, you know, it's just not a pile of shit Well, he is I mean the comments about Jadis Erdin I mean J- Jadis Erdin the New Zealand Prime minister, I mean the best clapback of the year uh, for those who haven't read it basically um, J. Sirton basically said something along the lines of well, he was a Wallaby supporter I guess the only way to get revenge is bashing the like Cup. I don't know but so more um, tapes came out later today, or this morning actually, about what else he said and basically insinuating that Scott Morrison should slap her around um, back of the head sort style, so you know. <sighs> so, I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry for every single person that has to um, listen to this man. I don't know why he still has a job at 2GB. Um, I know that there's a lot of advertisers that have pulled out and rightfully so, I mean Mercedes-Benz. Uh, lowers Australia, uh, anytime fitness, Volkswagen, Bung's Warehouse, just to name a through Uh, Corolla, snooze. There's a few that are still there, but I don't think they'll last that long, either. Because, quite frankly, why would you? Why would you? You know, here's a shock jock, which is all right. You know, we all. I've been in radio for ten years now, and I sometimes say things that like, I do it for shock value. Absolutely, but I've never ever gone to the length that this man has gone to. This is this is past even socially acceptable, goes past even media acceptability. This is just the man's just a drop, he's just a loser, he's a prick, he's pathetic. And why I even waste more than three minutes of your time listening to him is, is beyond me because he, I don't know why he does, you know, he should be sacked. TGB. And I'm not sure if they're owned by McCrow anymore. They need to get their heads together and basically sack this man because he is as poisonous as you can get and that's why he is the poison of the day. So congratulations Alan and in the first show you are basically done. You're done out here because there is no need for him to be in radio anymore. There's no need for his commentary. There is no need for his sexist demeaning marks and... This is not just, he's never done this just once, he's done this continuously over, over and over again. If you if you don't know who Alan Jones is, he is a shock jock radio host in Australia who's continuously pushing the boundaries of what we would deem acceptable, what we should be even acceptable of, and, and more importantly, there is no room for that, and sorry, if you hear the background music, it's my phone, it's, um, I don't have it on silent, and obviously if you hear that sound, it means it's a fire, so... So there's a fire out there somewhere, guys. So we'll just keep going with the podcast until I get the call cool again and again. And yeah, but we'll keep going with the podcast with Alan Jones. So uh, what else has Alan Jones said in the past? Where well, he's talk- spoken about um, Greta, of course, uh, who is the wonderful 16-year-old who's trying to change the world because of climate change. He's taken shots at her. He's taken shots at, uh, you know, former prime minister. Julian Gillard before, it's, it's, he's got a passion of just abuse, sexual abuse, well not, yeah, sexual, it's just, yeah, it's just not on, violence against women, it's not on in any such form, and I think any sort of man worth his credence, and any sort of person in media needs to say that this man does not represent the Australian media landscape, and that is, what else can you basically say about Alan Jones? The man needs to be sacked, the man is done out here as far as I'm concerned, and I don't see him being around that much longer. Speaking of people that aren't going to be that much longer in the AFL world, Ross Lyon was sacked today, which is honestly like I found it out on Twitter, because this is where we get all the news from now. It's just on Twitter. So he was sacked this morning, along with supposedly the departure of Stephen Roche who is the CEO at Fremantle Football Club. So I can't say I'm surprised at all because it's it's not very much of a shock to me because game style-wise, it's been the same very defensive-minded coach. A um, lot of player retention again. It seems to be the, the running theme with coaches being fired, player retention, players wanting to leave. And good players. I mean, Locking Neal last year, with a few years left, there's talk of Bradley Hill already. There's talk of Ed Langdon. You know, they've all got different reasons. Now, I think Ed Langdon will leave anyway because of the Victorian boy. Brad Hill. I think he wants to go back to Melbourne, even though he's from WA, I think he just wants to be back in Melbourne, so I, I see both those coming in, and the candidates that I've been reading online so far seem to be the only one that, with a strong case, would be John Longmire, for those who have just tuned into the podcast, the first podcast, which really wasn't the first podcast, but it's already out, give it a listen, it's called The Rant, and... Basically, I went into my football club Port Adelaide and I think Ken Hinckley would be perfect for Fremantle, just as long as he's not at Port Adelaide, so I have to keep on doing this dig. So, Russ line, I don't think he'll get a coaching gig. I think his time in the AFL has come to a, a close. I don't see him getting any further job prospects. I think maybe assistant coach, maybe something, but he doesn't seem to be someone that would want to take a, a back seat. So I think he, I think he's been coaching now for twelve years. So I think his time now has come to an end. So is John Lewis. Of course, we all knew this yesterday that John Lewis will officially hang up the boots. Last game, Hawthorne against West Coast. So that's going to be a fairly special day. There's a few players actually retiring actually today from Andy Yarton. Um, obviously, John Lewis. There's talks of Luke Hodge, and there's a few other names that probably you wouldn't know or maybe wouldn't care about. Of course, but of course, Jared Raffed. Will really he play his last game next week? I can't see Hawthorne making the finals. So might as well play him again against West Coast. I think that's on a Saturday night. So, And the other big bit of celebrity gossip, and we'll finish the show off, first podcast with this, is Jamie Foxx and Katie Holmes split after six years together. So that's the the report, which is a bit sad, really. Um, I actually thought those two were actually really great together. So I don't know. I mean, Katie's, um, what's Katie now, 34? Jamie's what forty-four, something? I think there's a bit of an age if between the two. I didn't actually know they were dating for that long. Like the first time I heard about or read about, I think it was probably three or four years ago, maybe. And I, I actually thought they would. I didn't. I thought it was just a fling. I did not think they were actually together. So for six years in in that world is um is actually pretty pretty good actually in the media or well, Hollywood world. Yeah, you know, six years is a pretty good run. Um... So we'll, we'll see who she ends up with, and, and the same with um Jamie Fox. So this has been the first episode of the Ear Poison podcast, of course, so if you just tune in, we'll talk about Alan Jones, Ross Lyon, John Lewis, and of course, Kate Holmes, and uh, Jamie Fox. because apparently it must be a slow news day in Australia, because most things seem to be Sack Alan Jones, 2GB, and all the other mischief... And that goes around it. So don't forget, guys, to like, subscribe, hit us up. Um, And uh, we'll be back tomorrow with a new episode of The Ear Poison.